0: if you can, to please switch to the Bible and bring me Philippians 4. And I'm going to ask that you look for verse 6 and verse 7, but I want the King James Version of the Bible. The King James Version of the Bible. I'm going to ask you to read with me at a count of three. One, two, three, go. Be careful for nothing, I can't hear you, but in Everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Verse 7, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Somebody say amen. Amen. Now change that to the Amplified for me. Change that to the Amplified for me. I'm going somewhere with this. verse 7 verse 7 okay read this with me and I can hear you and God's peace shall be yours that tranquil state of the soul assured of its salvation through Christ and so fearing nothing from God and being content with us with, it, with his earthly lot of whatever sort it is, that peace that transcends all understanding shall garrison Mount God over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. It says, "And so, fearing nothing from God, and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort it is, that peace which transcends all understanding garrison our hearts through Christ Jesus." Now, change that to the contemporary English version of the Bible. Can you read with me? Then, because you belong to Christ Jesus, God will bless you with peace that no one can completely understand. And this peace will control the way you think and feel. The message Bible says that tranquil peace or that tranquil state of the soul is what God gives us. This evening, I want to share with you something the Lord. Shared with me, and I have been meditating on it, and I have been realizing we have so missed a lot of things concerning our walk with Christ. And what do I mean to share with you today? I want to swear with you on the subject of tranquility. Tranquility. If you check your dictionary, you will find that tranquility is defined in much the same way as you define peace they're alternate words and so up on the screen you see a billboard that i have designed and I'm, a lot of people are beginning to say what's going on here and the lord asked me he said when last did you hear anybody at all use the word tranquility i think i was driving i said tranquility no no i was shaving tranquility i haven't heard it Have you heard the word tranquility in a long time? Let me try this side. Have you heard the word tranquility in a long time? You know why you're not hearing it? Because the world never talks about what God is all about. Tranquility is a state of equilibrium where nothing rattles you. The Bible puts it like this, the peace of God that passes human understanding even in tough times. Somebody say tranquility. Who's got a dictionary here? Check it for me. What does tranquility, what does your dictionary define tranquility as? I need a microphone quickly. Tranquility. Anybody? Oh, you should have a dictionary in your phone or your iPad. There's a hand up here. Tranquility. God. Good
1: evening, church.
0: Good evening. Said,
1: Repose, quiet,
0: serenity, and placidity. Mm-hmm. Repose, quiet, a state of being free from stress let me ask you is stress a big thing today or not are women stressed are men stressed are young people stressed are young people stressed why are you stressed you are not the one paying the rent (laughs) you are not the one buying the food but truly I want to ask are young people stressed or not stress, God bless you dear she 's but nodding that even though i don 't pay the rent, I am still stressed. So what is going on is there is lack of tranquility. The Bible says, be careful for nothing, but in prayer with prayer and supplication with thanks and make your request known to God, and then the tranquility of God will guard your heart. Through Christ Jesus. Which means when we pray. There is a peace. A tranquil state. That we should enter. If we really prayed through. And that tranquil peace. Is what precedes. The manifestation of the miracle. That we need. And so when we refuse to allow the tranquility of the Lord to reign upon our hearts, we forfeit what comes after the tranquility. Tranquility moves and something follows it, the manifestation. That's what we read in the Bible. The peace of God that says all understanding will guard your heart Well, the bible says don't worry once you pray let this tranquil state uh, which the Amplified calls the tranquil state of the soul let it rain can i ask a question when last were you in a state of tranquility last week two weeks ago one month two months three months four months you know where i'm going if you have not been in the tranquil state you have not been where god wants you to be where your miracle will happen somebody said tranquility The tranquil state is not a state that because everything is happening. No, no. The tranquil state is even in the face of trouble. I'm going to show you something that's going to shock you. As a matter of fact, when we refuse to demonstrate tranquility, we betray Christ. I was shocked. I had to start repenting. I said, so... I am supposed to be in a perpetual state of tranquility, which will rock people around me and frighten the devil and cause my miracle to happen. Why didn't someone tell me when I got saved that tranquility is very important? Let me show you something. John 14, verse 27. John 14, verse 27, New King James Version. Hurry up. Someone say, Tranquility the tranquil state of the soul you know why you know what your soul is your emotions and your intellect and your soul where do you get agitation is not in your soul amplified by version of the bible says the tranquil state of the soul exactly where your agitation and stress is supposed to be you're going to allow the tranquility of the lord to knock it out and something begins to happen read this with me one two three go Peace, I live with you. Come on now. No, 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 no. Let's start all over again. It's read like this is the word of God. Peace. My peace. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. He says, Peace tranquility I give to you, my own tranquility, not as well. So, do not let your heart every time we pray and we let something else enter our soul, we basically forsake our own prayers. He says, do not let your heart be troubled. Do not let your heart or your soul be afraid. Because when you do that, you negate what you started. Give me the message Bible give me the message I'm leaving you well and whole that's my parting gift to you hello somebody Jesus said my parting gift to you is what? peace that's the most important thing apart from the Holy Spirit. He says, when he was going, he says, I will send the Holy Spirit and I said, my peace I give to you. You're holding on to the Holy Spirit, but you're not holding on to the peace of God. Let me, give me another translation. Give me the living Bible. The living Bible. The living Bible. Read with me. I am leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give, come on now, isn't fragile like the peace the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. The Lord says, my parting gifts, two things, the Holy Spirit and peace. And you have lost one of them. Nobody can even find it in the last six months. He says, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind. It is a peace of mind because your husband is behaving well he didn't say peace of mind because your kids are obeying you peace of mind non, notwithstanding Peter said I have fished all night there's no, there's, I have caught nothing there is no reason for me to expect anything and the Lord was at peace he didn't say a word to him he was in a tranquil state then Peter got it and became tranquil, quiet then he said, Nevertheless, I will let down my net. And the miracle happened. The impossible happened. Because somebody called, the Lord confronted an agitated person with the peace of God. The guy was talking about his experience, like most of us are talking about our experience, the traffic, money, this and that. And the Lord said nothing to him until he got it. The moment he got it, he could say, Nevertheless. The word nevertheless means I choose to be tranquil. He says, then let down your net. Something happened. Somebody under the sound of my voice, this will be the turning point for you. He says, and the peace. And I like say the peace of mind and heart. Two separate things, mind and heart. If you can't control your mind, you can control your heart. And the peace I give isn't fragile like the peace the world gives. Somebody help me there. What does the Lord mean when he separates his own peace, his own kind of peace and the peace of the world? I know the answer, but I want to see if somebody knows the answer. What kind of peace does the world give? And unfortunately, that's a peace even Christians are pursuing. What kind of peace? What makes the peace of the world fragile? Any answer is a good answer. We'll clap for you. Lady, give it a shot.
2: Praise God. Um, the peace of the world is dependent upon things. So, um, for as long as I have this thing, I have peace. Uh-huh. But the thing is that that thing can be taken away and then your peace is rattled. So the peace of the world is dependent upon something.
0: The peace of the world is dependent on things. And so when we have the things, we feel we have the right. Now, I now have the right to be at peace. Is that not how it works? When I have no child, I don't... What are you talking about? Peace. When I have the child, you now give yourself permission to have peace. You don't need to give yourself permission. You already have peace so the world says when you have money you should be at peace but you know the peace of the world based on money have you found out that money can develop wings the bible says and fly away do you know what it means so the peace of the world will usually end in pieces because it's not based on real substance in any case no condition is permanent. Listen, the people that said, blessed is he that commits in the name of the Lord are the same people that said, crucify him. Have you not had people who were your friends and turned to be your enemy? So they say, when you have a lot of friends and everybody is hailing you, you have the right to be tranquil. It's not his fault. Everybody likes him. Until you see the same people that like him, they set him up for a great fall. The peace of the world is not real. And I ask you, how many of you remember a certain title of the Lord Jesus Christ? The Prince of what?
2: He's
0: the Prince of Peace. And he says, I give you the two best things I have. I give you the Holy Spirit and I give you peace. And you refuse to hold on to the peace of God. Until the world tells you you have a right to be at peace. Who is the world to tell you when you should have peace? I'll give you another translation. So this translation, the C E V uh, not the TLB says, I'm giving you peace of mind and heart. May the Lord let me speak for myself. Lord, I choose to have peace of mind and heart. It's a choice. He has given you. If you like, have it. If you like, don't have it. And if you want to wait for everything to be good before you are tranquil, you may never have peace. And anybody who never had peace when he dies, will have the audacity to put R.I.P. there. The peace you didn't have when you are alive, what makes you think you're going to have it in the grave? I need to go to the graveyard and remove a lot of tombstones because they put R.I.P. there. In any case, there's no rest for the wicked. Somebody say the peace of God. Tell your neighbor, be anxious for nothing. (laughs) Say, have peace with God. Choose to have peace within yourself. It has nothing to do with whether people like you. You don't need anybody's permission to be at peace. He's called the Prince of Peace. The Amplified Version of the Bible. Give me the Amplified. Why does it take you so long to switch I read to you. It's a peace I live with you. Listen to this. My own peace. I now give and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. Stop. Oh my God. Stop allowing yourselves to be what? Agitated and disturbed. Stop allowing yourself to be agitated and do not permit yourselves. You're giving permission to yourself to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. You are the one allowing it. You are the one permitting it. What you should permit yourself to have is peace. You see, I lost everybody. That's how I felt too. Two things. Holy Spirit and peace is what he left. How come you didn't know that? He even calls himself the Prince of Peace. You still don't get it. He says, when you pray, be anxious for nothing, so that all that you did is so that the peace of God will guard your heart. Because without that tranquility, a lot of things will not happen. You got the question wrong. When I have it, I will be at peace. No, you have peace so that the situation will change. That's a good place to clap. Give me the contemporary English version of this piece. You see, just looking at you, I realize ah, Satan is wicked. He allowed us to have agitation he allowed us to embrace stress he allowed us to worry but he didn't allow us to have tranquility and that is the solution if my equation is right you realize how many years of your life you are wasted because you didn't give yourself permission to be at peace the contemporary English version of the Bible, read with me I give you peace, the kind of peace, come on now, only I can give. It isn't like the peace this world can give. So do be worried or afraid. The prince of peace is saying that this peace is so powerful that whatever was causing you to be afraid is not real anymore if you enter that peace. You have to choose to be at peace. You have to allow yourself. It is not after you have paid your rent that you have permission to be at peace. You have tried whatever you can. Still, you don't have it. The peace of God. The tranquility. Do you know what it means for somebody to be tranquil? The person you begin to be afraid of the person. Have you noticed that all Jesus' life, he was at peace? Even when they nailed him to the cross, he said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. The only place he seemed not to be at peace was when he was beating people out of the temple. And they deserved it. But what if I observe you? Do you not know that one of the reasons why the world will know that you're a Christian Is because you are not like the world. If you react like the world. Your testimony is contrary to what you are saying about the Bible. You fret. You worry. You you are traumatized. You are disturbed all the time. It is a bad testimony. A Christian does not choose to be at peace because everything is fine. Your peace is not based on your circumstances. Your peace is based on his person. Because your peace is based on your confidence. If you are only at peace when things are right, then your confidence is in things. If your peace is constant, it is because it's not based on circumstances, it is based on the person who is behind you. Can I tell you something? One of the most powerful ways you can present yourself to people that even people greater than you will be afraid of you is when you're always at peace. You always wonder, what does he know? What does he have? How come he's not running around? If you are going to be careful with anybody, it is somebody you cannot traumatize. Somebody you cannot agitate. They're just calm looking at you. I remember I found such people so powerfully attractive. People that just chilled out. And then you find out you have more money than them. You have everything more than them. But you still want to be like them. Who has ever been attracted to somebody that is always constantly tranquil? Just look at them. You, you believe that they must be in charge. They are not in charge, but they are connected to the one who is in charge. Today, is not just old people that have lost their tranquility. Even our kids have lost their tranquility. That's why the suicide rate of youngsters has matched the suicide rate of adults. If the adults don't get back their tranquility, their children will never know how to be tranquil. So it's going to become an epidemic. Let me ask you, where did we get this doctrine that we have a right to, To be at peace and be tranquil only when things are perfect in our lives. Where did we learn it from? Somebody has to answer this one. Where did we learn it from? We learned it from somewhere. Okay, let me first ask the question. Is it not true that we think we can allow ourselves to be tranquil when everything is going right? Is it true or not? That's our mentality. Then the question is, where did we learn it from? Are you all deep in thought or you don't have the answer? Where did we learn it from? Is it our friends? Or did we learn it in church? Did we learn it from the word of God? But we all practice it. So where did we learn it from? It's so powerful it controls us. Why should anybody respect your faith when you respond to situation exactly like them? What is really the difference? Your reaction should be based on what you know. When your reaction is like the reaction of somebody that does not know Christ, then you have come to their level. Everybody is as quiet. Okay, Minister Momo, you want to say something? Please, let's appreciate him.
3: Good evening, Shoshi. Thank you, Pastor, for this uh, message. This, ah, I, and I know that God is leading you to minister these topics. Very important. See, Satan is trying to get everyone. Because we can't discuss peace without discussing worry and fear.
0: Exactly. Once there's no peace, that means there's worry and fear.
3: Yes, and the most potent instrument of Satan is fear. So when fear envelops our heart, then worry sets in. And when worry sets in, we are never at peace. And when we are not at peace, nothing absolutely will happen. Um, this is one of the things that I caught this long ago. People who are close to me know that even a of things that are terrible, I still maintain my balance. Maybe because of my background as a Muslim background, then at the time I don't even worship anything. Just free thinker and... Um,
0: but, but the truth with him is my association with him, I found that he's always, almost, always tranquil.
3: So I, I, I caught that... That thinks that like if I set a time like, for instance, I'm owing somebody and I promise to pay on the 30th of a month. The first day, naturally, you think that, ah, I see have 29 days, I'll go with the money. <laughs> and the uh, calendar gets to the 10th. I see have 20 days. Then 15th, 17th, 28th. By the time it gets to 22nd, 23rd of the month, I'll say I have seven days left. What I discover, sir, is that
0: most, 90% of Christians are panicky. 90% of Christians are panicky oh, yes. by nature.
3: Yes, I've seen that around people, around me, people even.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Is that true or not? Is it talking about you or not? Do you panic or not? Can the we... person who is panicky be tranquil? If you're panicky sometimes, let me see your hand up. If your hand is not up, you're a liar.
3: (laughs) And we begin to seek options and alternatives. We
0: will go to option B.
3: Yes, we can do this. But what I caught and I do is that I know that as the time is winding up, I develop a system that I will begin to get excited. Because I am so sure that that thing will happen. Hmm. On the 28th, I have not just done it this afternoon. I was just. I was saying, "Why are you so?" Upset? I said, "Because I know that God is about to defeat Satan once again." And, sir, this is testimony. For every time I remember to do that, it never failed.
0: Hey, what are your hands doing? For every time I remember that God is going to show up, even if it's the last minute. In fact, the shorter the time that is left, the more certain you become that God is about to show up.
3: That's, that's the story. Sometimes. The last day, I would just say that it will never fail. Answer, it
0: never failed. <laughs> Can we bless the Lord? Can we bless the Lord? <laughs> let, let me ask another question. Okay, give her the microphone. Have you not noticed that sometimes in spite of your panic, in spite of your stress, in spite of something, God usually, actually, after all your nonsense solves the problem. Then you ask yourself, what was all that panic about? What was all that stressing about? And you say, if I knew God was going to do it, I would not. You could have given yourself permission to be still. He say, be still and know that I am God. Let's hear a lady. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to
2: read um, Galatians 5, chapter 22, um, verse 22. It's a popular scripture about the fruit of the Spirit. But I want to read the Amplified bible it says but the fruit of the spirit the result of his presence within us is love, unselfish concern, joy, inner peace, patience not the ability to wait but how we act while waiting <laughs> <laughs> and I think that is what differentiates us from unbelievers because I think the um, Adamic nature itself you are reading,
0: reading Galatians 5 verse 22 from the amplified, amplified version bible. But the fruit of the Spirit um, is love, joy, peace, patience. No,
2: the Amplified Bible, not, not the, the real Amplified Bible. Not
0: A-M-P-C. You don't have, okay, C- carry on, carry on, carry on with what
2: you're saying. Okay, so um, the Adamic nature itself is, believ- um, Seeing is believing, like I must see it before I believe. The Adamic nature itself is impatient, it is, it is not at peace. You must. I must see it before I believe. I must see it before I have peace. Before I'm at peace. I think it's the Holy Spirit within us. I think it's almost impossible to be tranquil without the Holy Spirit.
0: It's almost impossible to be tranquil without the Holy Spirit. So if we say we have the Holy Spirit and we're always speaking in tongues and we're not tranquil, which ain't happen, something is missing. The equation is not balanced.
2: If you project that scripture again, you see that it says the result of his presence within us. He helps us to act well, act like Christians while we are waiting. And I want to share a testimony about this. I remember when I, just, um, when I was in hundred level and I, um, I couldn't pay my school fees and I was in school. I was in two hundred level, I had not paid hundred level school fees, I had not paid two hundred level school fees. And I was roaming about school, I wasn't born again. And... I, and I remember that there was nothing I didn't try to do to pay my school fees. I, I remember I did modeling. I tried to sell things. And I just couldn't get my school fees. And um, I almost got expelled because they brought this new business that said, you do not pay your school fees. And they were sending people away. And then um, I, I met somebody that was, in, I was born again and tried to encourage me not to go the other way, you know. I should just stay in God. And invited me to church. And I prayed. though. I prayed. I prayed. I, I, I tried. I tried to really get these school fees, but just did you not know, get it. But I got to a point where... And I, and I, after I got invited me to church, I got born again in church, and I started going to church. I got to a point where I didn't care anymore if my school fees was going to be paid. I got to a point where I was no longer worried about my school fees.
0: You were not worrying about it I was, anymore.
2: I got to a point where I felt, if this school fees doesn't come, God doesn't want me to get it or something. I just says just love God, go to church, and just love God. And yes, yeah, they, they even closed the portal. Eventually, they closed the portal, and it looked like I was not. I was going to drop out of school, but somehow, when I got to that point, somehow that school fees I was looking for, that I had gone to sell things for, that I was jumping up and down for, God provided it. Without, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't stress about it. Somebody gave me the old school fees, and. That same person took me to them to, um, to the people that open, closed the portal. They opened the portal and I was able to pay my school fees. And so I, I think, normally the in Isaiah, the Bible says that your strength will come from complete dependence. When you get to that place of peace.
0: Complete
2: dependence. From complete, and there's the a in that your strength will come from complete dependence on me. The Holy Spirit will help us to be at peace. And that is when God will really come true. What, 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 what is the difference when we go through things and we are all agitated the way other people who don't have the Holy Spirit are agitated? No?
0: Can you help me appreciate that? Let me ask you the question. You have never been faced with this kind of situation. The three Hebrew children, the king said, if you don't worship the God I set up. We are going to put you in the fiery burning furnace. And he told them to heat it up seven times hotter than usual. You know what they told the king? They said, our God is able to save us. That's the total dependence of God. But even if he does not. You see, we have never gotten to the point that It doesn't matter. If I get it, Jesus is Lord. But even if I don't get it, Jesus is still Lord. He says, even if he does not save us, we will not bow. Some of say tranquility. They were not sweating. You see, we have predicated everything about God on our personal comfort, how we want things, what we people will say. No, 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 no. Tranquility is nevertheless Notwithstanding and the, the outcome of this thing, I am going to be at peace. Short term. You don't, I don't need to buy it. I don't need to apply it to the federal government to be at peace. I will just be at peace. Bible said they led them to the slaughter like a sheep. Jesus was at peace. The three Hebrew children. Were tranquil. The king couldn't understand it. When they took them into the burning furnace, the Son of God appeared in the Old Testament long before He was supposed to appear in the New Testament. They put three people there. The king says, "I can see four people," and the appearance of the fourth one is like the Son of God, who told him, "Jesus came for them long before when He was supposed to manifest." You see, when it says be anxious or nothing, but in everything in prayer and supplication, let the peace of God rule your heart because when the peace and the tranquility shows up, the Son of God will show up. You are agitating is why He won't show up. They put them in the fire furnace. They were not even sweating in the furnace. Their body, the fire did not kindle against them. We are too much about ourselves. If I don't get it, that means Jesus is not Lord. No, Jesus is still Lord. Explain it. The ones that are tranquil are the ones Jesus showed up for. Philippians 4, 6-7 to says, When you pray, enter tranquility. Just stay there because that's the zone that something will happen. As a matter of fact, the attestation of your Christianity, when you fret, you cancel it. Let me ask you, the kingdom of God, if it's not meat and drink, what is it? Righteousness what? Oh, really? Did you say peace? Did you say peace? If the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, which is what you want... Then the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Let me explain to you. Righteousness is a gift by the death of Jesus Christ. It has nothing to do with it. It's just a gift. They dash you. Peace is a choice. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Without peace, you cannot be joyful. Do you understand? Let's stop declaring what Christ has done how has it affected the choices we're making you must choose to be at peace the kingdom is about peace in the face of opposition righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost when a Christian goes around talking about the Bible you know Satan half the times is laughing, he say, yeah hey, They are talking. He said, just trouble him a little bit. The identity of Christianity, we just drop it. We put on the identity of agitation, Complaining. Disturbance. The, The kingdom of God is known by peace. And peace is not a function of everything Israel. Peace is a choice. And when you make that choice, you provoke heaven to show up in your situation. When I heard this, I was first sat down. I said, after how many years have I been born again? 32 years, I think. I felt bad. I didn't know this all the time. I'll give you an example. My two grown children, Timmy and Dami, they came to church. I think it was a Wednesday. Maybe it was two Wednesdays ago. So I saw them and said, oh, you guys are here. They say, we're going home with you. I said, because they've all grown up, they've left home. I said, okay, let's go. My son will normally drive. But I told him that day, these roads are so bad and they're crazy. Just let me drive. So he sat down, we're driving. We got to the last junction before we turn off into my estate. As I wanted to turn, one small boy in a Toyota Corolla wanted to beat the light. Bam! He just jammed my car. My Mercedes S550. I saw the bumper hanging by a rope. He just cleared the bumper. I had da 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 My son did this. He thought, my dad is going to explode today. <laughs> Because I've been saying these small boys that drive these cars, if they should not near my car, seal my hair on white before I bought this car. I'll be telling them, take time. <laughs> because the bumper of that car is probably the value of his whole car. I just came out of the car. I'm sure my son thought maybe he will hold me before I slap the boy or something like that. So I looked at my car. I looked at the car I said, what are you doing? I said, look at that. My daughter did like this in the back. That, In fact, she wanted to go and fight the guy. But because I'm not fighting, she didn't know what to do. So everybody was watching me. And I told the boy, I said, you know, if I decide to react, I will sell your car to fix this bumper. But if you want to have a car like this, respect it. Because anything you disrespect, it will not gravitate towards you. A young boy. And you should be apologizing for your bad behavior. And my son is big and muscular. He's a national athlete. He could have racked the boy for me. I just told me get into the car. I just reversed. And I drove. I parked. I said, shit, the bumper, the rope, will, the wire will hold it. I drove home. I didn't even tell my wife. I parked the car. I went upstairs. It was the next day. I told her, I said, there was an accident yesterday. I said, he said, but why didn't you tell me? I said, it doesn't matter. I will only agitate you. The next morning, I had to be in church. I left home by 7 o'clock. I couldn't take the car. I told my son, tell my steward to take you somewhere behind there. I think they have some boys that work there. And just let them put the bumper because on Sunday morning, I don't want to talk about car. I, l- I left some money and I went. My daughter said, why didn't you let's deal with the boy? I said, tranquility. I chose to be tranquil in the face of the provocation. The young man that jumped my car did not apologize. He was trying to say something. I said, I just got in my car and I left. I found that I felt better. The matter was resolved and I find that I had changed. And I'm challenging you. Somebody must have told the guy, ah, God save you today. Why didn't this man... You say, if I was alone, you would say, okay, maybe I'm alone. My son was with me. And all I had to do is say, put him inside the car. And that's the end of the matter. I could call the DPO and it was sent... Pick up, and they will carry the guy and go and lock him up. I just entered my car. I didn't even tell my wife. That's not me. That is the new me. And I like my new me better than my old me. If you look at my car, you will see the scratch there. You will see one side of my car broken. I said, when I have time, I will fix it. Not a spoil. Because the Lord spoke to me. In the face of agitation, tranquil. Now, don't be surprised if somebody blesses me with a new model of this car. Uh, some people don't like me at all. They're not clapping. That, that clap is that like, our oh Lord is <laughs> the only pastor. <laughs> Which one be that one? Supposing somebody looks at me and says, This is old yourself. Take a new model. And the Holy Spirit said, Because you were tranquil, I was tired. It was like quarter to eleven at night. I was very tired. And you know, when you're tired is when you explode the most. Because you are tired and you're edgy. My daughter said, Daddy, you didn't do anything. You should have told that on me to just. I said, Kai, you need to come to my class on tranquility. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to speak to somebody. Supposing you are at a place of annoyance, you are at a place of frustration, you are at a place that seems impossible. Perhaps this message is timed just for you something goes wrong and you just chill. Because whether it is solved or not, Jesus is still Lord. The next day I came to church, I didn't even see the car. I was gone. I didn't drive and say, Lord, why my car? So, 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 then can't no, no, that's why I'm late. No, 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 I just came to church. I didn't even see the car. Many of us Need to allow the Lord to change us. That's why we come to church. Tranquility. Oh, you want to say something? Okay, let's clap for Kemi.
1: Good evening, church. Um, I just have two points. I think experience helps you sometimes get to this point. When you walk with the Holy Spirit and you don't forget the trials you have been through. Mm -hmm. Either way you were agitated or you just had peace. It will get, you, get you to a point where you feel if it does it, if it doesn't do it, it's still God. So why don't you just live the life you are living right now? Mm. And I want to give an example of the example you gave right now about car. So I was on third mail one day and somebody eats me from behind because two cars or three cars before us to just stopped the Stop break. suddenly. So he didn't notice. And when he eats me, I checked my body. I was fine. So I came out and looked at it. And I said, what do you want us to do? He said, let's go to your mechanic. So we came here to Keja. And while I was on the phone, my husband said, let him go, insurance will take care of it. And the man looked at me and said, so there are people like you in Lagos. In my mind, I said, it's the Holy Spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Can we clap for the
0: Holy Spirit there?
1: (laughs) Well, it was really shocked that there was no confrontation. So just like you said, sometimes... But by the time you get angry, you also, you're also losing energy. By the time you get worried, you are not even looking at the other things God is providing for you or the opportunities. So I think it's best sometimes. You just have this mindset of, my dad used to have it. When he has money, he spends it. When there's no money, he eats the Gary with style. You even be jealous of him. So there's this lifestyle of just happiness with or without the money.
0: I want to close with a scripture. The Bible says in the Beatitudes, it says, blessed are the peacemakers. For they will be called the children of God. How can you be a peacemaker when you have no peace? Who would allow you to be a peacemaker when they see you always in conflict? If you, if two people are fighting and you want to come and make peace, but they know that you're a fighter all the time, they will tell you, no, 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 you're going to make it worse. Blessed are the peacemakers. You can't give what you don't have. They are the ones called the children of God. It is, your, it is the way you carry your peace and your tranquility that qualifies you to be called a, a child of God. That's why it's a blessing at the peacemakers. They will be called the children of God. I know that some people here, you feel, oh my God, I, you feel bad. Welcome to the club. I felt bad. And if the world is not listening to our gospel anymore, it's perhaps they are not seeing tranquility. And tranquility, don't mistake it. When I'm tranquil, it doesn't mean I have everything I want. Everything is going good. But I have enough because I have Jesus. And even if this life ends, Paul said, for me to die is gain. That is the reality. The best of you cannot happen here. The earth is only like the dustbin of heaven. So why do you want to die about things on earth when heaven is ready to receive you and bring you into greater glory? Has somebody been blessed today? Can we can we pray? Does anybody want to pray about the peace of God? Why don't you bow your heads and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I used to fret, I used to agitate. Maybe you hear somebody left you and because of that, you cannot be at peace. As long as it's not God that left. Come on now. Man go, man come. Jesus is Lord on the throne forevermore. Maybe you lost a job. That's not the end of your life. You don't have a lot of money. The Bible says the life of a man is not calibrated by the abundance of what he has. Your value is not determined by what you have in your pocket. That's a lie of the devil. The kingdom is not in this meat and drink that you're pursuing. It is in the righteousness of God the peace of God demonstrated by our choice to be tranquil. Let God be true and every situation alive. Jesus said, let this cup pass away from me, my father. He prayed and his prayer. in his prayer his sweat was like droplets of blood. He really did not want to have to deal with the cross. And when the father said no, he became tranquil. An angel was sent to him to comfort him. When you have every way you can and nothing is happened. Be
2: tranquil.
0: In any case, if the Lord did not go to the cross, he will not be the Lord of all today. So if God will not take away some problems, maybe it is passing through that problem that will bring me to the side of my destiny. Joseph wanted to keep his job in Potiphar's house. He begged them, I didn't do this. I didn't try anything. I didn't do anything. Nothing he said worked. He could have said, no, God cannot be with me. But if he were ever going to end up in the palace, he had to leave Potiphar's house. Many times we lose our tranquility over something that God needed to deal with. Why don't you let God be God? Why don't you trust God in the process? Mary was pregnant with a child, never slept with a man. Imagine if she aborted the pregnancy because she can't explain it to people. After the angel said, It is the Son of God, she was tranquil. If you can't change the situation, be tranquil. What was supposed to be an embarrassment became her greatest legacy. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that the knowledge of the Son of God, the Prince of Peace, will become more real in our hearts. And that we don't allow ourselves to fret anymore because we're not like the people of the world that have the hope in Christ. And whatever he says is sufficient for us. Help us to embrace the peace of God. Help us to live in the peace of God. Help us to demonstrate the peace of God. Let us to become a wonder amongst people. They say, what manner of men like this, that always choose to be at peace. And even as we embrace the peace of God, that the power of God from the heavens will begin to go to work in our lives to produce results that totally astonish you, oh God. Father, thank you for the ministry of the word today. As it is changing me, Father, please let it continue to change me more and more and change all my hearers to the glory of God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. With the confidence that we know that God's plan for us is for good and not evil. To give us a future and bring us to the expected end we've always longed for but it may not go through the route that we thought. but God will bring us to the place of an expected end in his own time Lord we thank you we give you praise oh God in Jesus name we have prayed amen if you've been blessed just bless the Lord bless him with praise in your heart say Lord this is a sign that I am Tranquil. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I want to say something. I used to agitate over Nigeria. I used to look at it and say, "Ah, it's such a mess. What What good can come out of this? But right now, I'm choosing to be tranquil. I may not have the answer, but I'm still tranquil. It doesn't mean I like it, but I'm not going to agitate about it. Glory to God. And I know that somebody will come back with testimonies because you let the peace of God rule your heart. If you're that person, say amen and amen. I'm going to take...